welcome to a very special episode of Grazy Her's Life on the Land, a podcast telling the stories of women living across regional, rural and remote areas of Australia. I'm Sammy O'Brien, your host for today's episode. Today, I have a very important guest, Nikki Davey, the 2023 national winner of the AgriFutures Rural Women's Award. This award celebrates and acknowledges the critical role women play in rural and regional businesses, industries and communities, and inspires the next generation. The national winner and runner-up of the award was announced at a gala dinner this week at the Great Hall at Parliament House in Canberra. A night where some of the most inspirational, courageous, innovative and hardworking women in the business come together to celebrate all that the agricultural industry has to offer. The 2023 national winner of the AgriFutures Rural Women's Award, Nikki Davey, joins me now. Nikki, first of all, a huge and very well-deserved congratulations. Thank you so much. I, it still feels really, really surreal. I think I'm still processing it all and still running on adrenaline, but it's been amazing. Has it all sunk in yet? I mean, it's been a couple of days, but has it sunk in? Absolutely not. I think it's really funny because there's lots happening and this, and but it's almost like there's too much happening because I don't have a moment to sort of stop, process, think about what what's actually going on. But, you know, like my LinkedIn's going crazy, our Instagram's going crazy, our website's going crazy. So I've got all of, you know, all of my co-founders in the background making sure everything's sort of staying in place um, while I'm sort of all over the place yeah, as well. But yeah, it's been really, um, it's been hectic, but it's been really, really good. Can you just quickly explain to me what the night was like in sort of the lead up to the winner being announced? Yeah, I, you know, we have such an incredible cohort of finalists this year and we're all really, really close. And so there was never any feeling of competitiveness around the actual award. We were just all really, really sort of grateful for the opportunity and for getting to sort of stand alongside of each other and getting to meet each other. And so it's the whole thing has just been incredibly supportive and the camaraderie between uh, each other has just been amazing. And so I think the biggest thing was we were so excited just to get to see each other in person again to to come together. And we we sort of joked about the gala being like gumboots to gala. And we had a photo with our gumboots and our gowns before we actually went to the gala, which was really, really fun. Um, but it was just this excitement. And we were all just really excited to see each other's videos get played. And it was never really actually about the winner. It was just about coming together and, and celebrating um, oh. each other's projects and yeah, That's just really so good. lovely. And that must just create for such a wonderful learning environment as well. Yeah, definitely. I think it's just when you remove that that feeling of competitiveness, amazing things happen. And um, and I always say complimenters over competitors anyway. And and I know one of the favorite sayings a lot of the time is sort of collaboration over competitiveness as well. But it is really around sort of complementing each other's skills and seeing how we might be able to work with each other in the future or how we can sort of leverage each other's different projects or how we might be able to contribute to those. And I know all of these women are going to be successful no matter what, because they, I mean, they already are. What was going through your head when your name was read out as the national winner? <laughs> I honestly couldn't believe it. I was, I think I was in shock and I know I made a joke in uh, when I got up on stage about ugly crying and I think I was, I'd been <laughs> feeling really emotional the whole night, but 
I was thinking I, I had seen Anthony's work who does the videography for these events because Kimberly, I was a state finalist last year for Victoria when Kimberly uh, was the winner and was the national runner-up. So I'd been to Canberra last year. I knew what the gala was like. I'd watched the videos and I think I knew I was going to be emotional watching my video. And so I was actually really glad that my video was the second one to be played because it gave me time to sort of work through my emotions as part of that to sort of kind of get it together. I think, um, I think had my video been sort of like any longer and then that announcement was made, I don't think I would have <laughs> even been able to string a sentence together. Right? So, so, you, so you got all your ugly crying out of the way before <laughs> the cameras came to you. Yeah. And then a little bit more on stage, but at least it was only sort of like a micro ugly cry as opposed to a macro ugly cry. Oh, that's hilarious. Now, Nikki, you are the co-founder of Grown Not Flown. It's a digital platform that supports the slow flower movement, so connecting flower consumers with local and sustainable producers. Can you just tell me a little bit about your overall experience throughout this whole process and how your business has evolved over the last few months? Yeah. Do you know, the Westpac grant has been an absolute game changer for us. And I say that because we're a self-funded startup. So uh, everything that we've sort of done today, we've paid for ourselves. We were really fortunate to bring on a technical co-founder at the start of the year. Her name's Tonya. She's based in the US in Tucson, Arizona. And she's been absolutely incredible as well, because when Tonya came on board, it meant that the money that we previously would have been dedicating to paying for the technology builds, we were able to redirect that and start to pay for all the legal logistics, operational stuff that we hadn't really been able to sort of focus on until then. And that's things like bringing in lawyers to do stuff like terms and conditions to make sure that we were um, really sort of covered, especially because we have a global audience. So the Westpac grant for us and the AgriFutures Rural Women's Award has meant that we were actually able to dedicate money to marketing, to building new features um, that weren't sort of those necessity must have run and maintain. And so we were, we, we, as a result of it, we kicked off our Vocal About Local podcast. We created our Knowledge Hub, which is our online masterclasses. And it gave us, um, I guess, this, it gave us the funding to be able to purchase the technologies or the hardware, software, um, but also provided us with the platform to be able to do that as well. So it's been really, really sort of incredible for us and We've and and through that, you know, we've been able to slowly start that transition into sort of produce. Um, the podcast is all about sort of celebrating all the different sort of um, producers within the industry. So we've got a really sort of really diverse range of guests sort of lined up as part of that because what we want to do is promote small producers, um, no matter where you are, sort of. Uh, wherever you are sort of like in the world but tell their stories and allow people to sort of connect with them too often I think we sort of like you might hear from the chefs but very rarely do we or or you might hear from the other side of the supply chain very rarely do we actually hear from the the people with the boots on the ground that are that are producing these incredible products it's fantastic isn't it the grant because all of those sort of things that you think we'll get to that in a year or two yeah. years that just completely fast tracks it and a lot quicker and easier a lot earlier so that's absolutely fantastic and initially what were the key reasons for you for entering the rural women's award do you know it's really funny cuz last year when i entered 
I didn't actually want to enter. Like I didn't want to enter myself. I actually wanted to enter my co-founder Jade or my cousin Jade. And the reason being is that we, because we we were sort of self-funded, we were just looking for opportunities really for funding and probably didn't truly understand what it meant to sort of go through that process. And when I actually saw what the questions were, I realized really quickly, I wasn't going to be able to submit the application on Jade's behalf. And so it was sort of a last minute thing that I put it in under my name. And then to get sort of even through as a, as a finalist at a state level was absolutely phenomenal. And um, the feedback and well, being sort of welcomed into that, uh, the AgriFutures RWA alumni, uh, there was so much support and I had so many people come up to me and sort of say, you need to apply again, you need to go through this again. And I would say that when I did go through that, my maturity level, you know, like we were still, our business was probably still a little bit in its infancy, but my maturity level around how I spoke about our business, it was almost like I was a little bit of ashamed to talk about it. And so I probably really kind of undersold what it was that we had actually achieved because I felt like an imposter and that I shouldn't have been there because I didn't actually want to apply sort of for the work that I was doing as part of Grow Not Flown. So the the, the biggest sort of thing for me out of all of this has really sort of been applying for it again this year sort of but coming in with the confidence of knowing like we've got a really great story we've done some really cool things especially for our industry not just within Australia but globally and let's celebrate those things rather than sort of try to make ourselves small because we don't want to be seen I'm not I'm I'm a huge introvert like so it's not my natural state to actually be stood in front of a um, to be stood in front of a camera and, or, or, you know, be in the spotlight really at all. I'm someone that prefers to be in the, in the back end, just sort of helping to support those other people. So yeah, it's been a, a massive sort of growth opportunity for me as a person as well. This whole experience must have been quite surreal for you because, you know, not wanting to enter initially, did you think that at the beginning of all of this, that this would have been the outcome? <laughs> no. I, no, I didn't. But I knew from having gone through the finalist process last year what the opportunities were going to be to, in terms of just the, the sort of media attention that you received as a result of it and the opportunity to share our story and industry with the masses. And that's what really probably I'd, I'd say was the driver behind it is that I feel like too often, especially with the flower industry, there's um, there's so much sort of education that needs to happen with consumers. We don't think about flowers the same way we think about food. We don't think about them in terms of where were these grown and what is the process that it's taken to get from seed to stem to vase to, you know, that consumer enjoyment. And so it was irregardless of sort of the outcome, it was going to be an incredible platform for us to just be able to share our story and, and industry. Isn't that interesting? Even you just saying that now has got me thinking that, you know, you always, everyone's always wondering where their produce comes from and where their fresh, you know, where their fresh food comes from. And you really don't think about that with flowers. Yeah. Do you? No. And so one of, you know, the things that we always say is that we want to celebrate the provenance of flowers the same way we celebrate the provenance of food. And there's so many incredible growers within Australia and the majority of, or across the world really, but the majority of them do grow, especially these micro and small scale growers using regenerative, sustainable, chemical free, organic practices. And so they're, they're producing these really, really high quality products. Um, but then a lot of the time 
you know, because prior to Grow Not Flown, there was no easy way to be able to search, source and connect with growers. They, they were they were having trouble sort of actually either selling or moving their product, not always, but just especially as a new grower coming into the industry, uh, in order to actually find your customers, it was actually a really, really large effort. But it was also a really large effort for florist, floral designers, DIY brides, general flower consumers to get that level of transparency around where their flowers have come from, but also find those local growers. And so that we always also say one of the, you know, our main goals at Grow Not Flown is to remove the need for micro and small scale growers to have to build and manage their own website, but also make it really, really easy for consumers to be able to, to search, source and, and purchase that product. What opportunities are you hoping will come from this win, Nikki? I think the biggest thing is just sort of um, more people becoming aware or or sort of thinking about flowers. I think for us, you know, more eyeballs that are sort of on our platform, um, that are downloading our app, that are accessing it to sort of connect with growers is is incredible. But, but really it's about, I suppose, um, the community and sharing those stories and um, and and creating that connection with the the produce and the flowers and um, yeah and just so that people can sort of I guess understand that these are small businesses small local um, farmers and we're all about sort of you know supporting supporting local local farmers local communities local economies. And Nikki, I can imagine that there would have been a lot of personal and professional growth being surrounded by so many wonderful women and mentors. Can you talk to me about that? Yeah, it's, I mean, just even the exposure to the conversations that, that are sort of had in, in um, as part of this process and, and being sort of invited to, to be in the room where it happens, you know, um, it's just been absolutely amazing. And I, I, um, I know just both personally and professionally, I feel like a different person coming out the other end of this. And I just think from here, it's just, it just feels like we're going to go from strength to strength. And, um, you know, AgriFutures do an amazing job of supporting us through this process. You also get a leadership grant to sort of be able to invest in yourself and, um, or to be able to further develop your own skills and those sorts of things as well. And so it's just, it, there really has just been this nurturing environment and the mentorship also, yeah, like incredible. So the last year's state chair, Catherine Marriott, she was the one who, you know, really kind of pushed me to apply again. And it's just so encouraging. Everyone is just sort of like, they're, they're just your biggest cheerleaders. And so if, if you know that you've got a problem or you've got a question, you've got a community of people to go and ask for help. Now that you've had this full experience and you've had access to all this fantastic development, how has that, or has it changed what you're doing at all? It's definitely given us sort of more, I think, scope to think about sort of what the future holds. I think sort of, I know we kind of touched on it earlier, but just just around the progress being really, really kind of slow, you know, like self-funded startup, can't get to things as quickly as we would like to. It just feels like now, you know, um, the world is our oyster and we have all of these opportunities and this incredible platform to be able to share what it is that we're trying to achieve. And we've got, we've got people's attention and now what are we going to do with it, you know? We're going to really sort of encourage people to to support local and um, to think small, but in the best way possible. And with the grant that you've now got as the winner, what will you be able to do with that money? I know you've previously said what you um, 
Yeah. It's the first lot, but what will you be able to do now? I mean, surely many more doors will be able to open. Yes. Yeah. And, and again, it's, it's an absolute game changer for us. It means that we can move into produce within our platform. We can expand to include local producers, gourmet producers on our platform a lot quicker. So we'll aim to actually roll that out now within the next couple of months. We'll be able to start to build out the back-end functionality. So thinking online order forms, e-invoicing, those sorts of um, toolkits to be able to support those small-scale growers. Um, And we'll be able to also, again, sort of run this really great sort of support local campaign to just get as many producers as we can on our map, but also get as many um, consumers um, connected with our app so that they can then connect with those, those small growers. The growers must just absolutely love what you've done with this initiative. What has been their reaction? It's been so supportive and it's been amazing. We have an amazing community of growers as well. And, and it's the same thing. Like I, I said it sort of, um, in my in my speech on the night as well but too often people overlook the micro and small scale growers because they don't perceive their value to be the same as those large industrial or commercial size growers and it's just simply not true these growers are absolutely incredible a lot of them a lot of the time they forego wages because just to be able to continue to do what they're doing to put the money back into their businesses, but they deserve to be paid and they deserve to have technology. And the fact that we're able to kind of help bridge that gap to help them find those efficiencies. And we're only in the very early stages, you know, the platform that's available today is essentially what we would call our minimum viable product or our MVP. And so where to from here for both us and for, and I mean, we're small scale producers ourselves. Like we've built what we wished was available and we will continue to build what we wish was is available because we are, we are farmers before founders. And so the, the problems we're solving for are also our own problems and it, and it, you know, and it helps us as much as it helps our industry. Um, but the community has been absolutely incredible. And since the announcement, everyone has just, there's been so many kind words and emails and messages, um, comments on posts. It's, it's, it's been incredible. Now, Nikki, you're from a small farm and you'd previously said that you'd never envisaged yourself back on the property, but here we are. Yeah. (laughs) How do you feel now about that decision to move back to the farm? Yeah. It, you know, I, wouldn't I I couldn't imagine my life any other way I think and I know that that probably sounds a little bit cliche and a little bit corny but I honestly think if you had spoken to me five years ago and said in five years you will be living on a rural property back on your family property you will be running an ag tech startup and you will have flowers truffles and yeah you'll have taken over your family farm and this will be your full-time life I would have laughed in your face and I would have probably bet my you know, every last cent in my bank account that that was just simply not true and not going to happen. But, you know, it's it's slowly taken over my life and, and but it's been amazing. <laughs> and I have to touch on something that you mentioned in your acceptance speech. You said that you can't fix a fence and you're probably the last <laughs> person that anyone in your family would ask for help on the farm. Has that improved at all? No. <laughs> No, I I really don't know how to fix a fence. I really like my family, if they need help and they need help with something that's a farming job, I am literally the last person to get picked. 
<laughs> and that includes going to my sister who doesn't even like who I duck duck pig is myself, my older sister Tony, and my partner Sam. And then my sister, I've got another sister Lee, and they've got their own small business. And so she wasn't able to sort of come in and be part of the taking over the the farm at the time. And um and I guarantee you they would ring her and ask her to come out and help <laughs> before they tapped me on the shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> just circling back to um, your experience through the process, what do you hope that um, the accumulated knowledge and experience of the alumni will bring to your business? I think just sort of that continued support and that network of women to be able to sort of connect with mentor and that and that sort of goes both ways as well. I think I'm I sort of um, can appreciate that. I have probably a little bit of a unique skill set for our space as well in sort of being um, well-versed with tech and data and and those sorts of things. And and so I'm hoping as well that I can give as much as I take um, back from the community, but it will just kind of be just knowing that there's, there's this amazing network of women in the background that if I do have um, a problem or I need some sort of, you know, level of support that I'll be able to sort of tap into them and, and, and that'll go both ways as well but yeah just the connections that come through that network and the support that's great isn't it because so often when people are starting a small business or you've got a passion project you just so badly want to bounce ideas off people and people that kind of get it and you've got that community now which is just so unreal yeah what are you hoping to achieve over the next 12 months what does that look like for you oh World domination is that? Is that? Can yeah, you say that's that? a good answer. <laughs> no, okay. um, m- mostly, honestly, we just want to start kicking goals in terms of where to from here, and that is really around continuing to build out our, you know, our technology and toolkit to support those small businesses, small producers, small growers, farmers, and really just sort of create this amazing technology that is going to be used now and well, well, well into the future. And I think that Grow Not Flown is going to become a multifaceted business in that there'll be the consumer, the direct to consumer side of it, but then there'll also be this farm management toolkit and then there'll also be this education arm and, you know, we'll start to get these, well, we're already started starting to see it within our business, but we're going to have these really clear um, verticals or pillars within our business that we're going to be able to continue to sort of cut out and see or, or, you know, carve out rather um, and to be able to sort of continue to build those capabilities uh, just to be able to help our community into the future. Nikki, just finally, what would be your advice to women out there thinking about entering? I say go for it because I didn't want to enter, didn't even want to enter under my own name. And, you know, even if you don't feel ready, go through the process because going through that process last year for me was transformative to the point where even it would have been ego. I think that that didn't allow me to apply for the second time just that feeling of what if I don't if nothing didn't comes from it but but honestly experience is is everything and and the opportunities that sort of come from it and I'm someone that genuinely believes there's no such thing as failure only lessons learned and so the, even just sort of if, if you put an application through and you might not be successful seek feedback ask you know 
find out what what it was and then look to sort of make those small iterative sort of improvements and and you'll get there in the end because you know if you're passionate about it and you love it and you're resourceful and and I know that that's probably coming from a little bit of a privileged position but if you want it just keep working towards it so I say go for it and you never know you might be the national winner I know (laughs) (laughs) I think I need to like I just I just keep pinching myself i what? What's happened? <laughs> oh, well, another massive congratulations to you, Nikki. And we're so excited to see what the next year and beyond has in store for you. Thank you so much for chatting to us and good luck. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Applications for the 2024 AgriFutures Rural Women's Award are now open and will close on Wednesday, the 25th of October, 2023. See the AgriFutures website for more details. Until next time, I hope you have a wonderful week. I'm Sammy O'Brien.